the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, Beth. Hello, Dr. Gina Lumberg. It's such a blessing to talk to you. I know how busy you are keeping people super healthy in Atlanta. And now you've got an extra challenge and a battle with the coronavirus. And I know you're leading a lot of other doctors to do the same. So I really appreciate you talking to us about how we can just stay healthy while we're going through this coronavirus crisis. And we'd love to hear what the experiences have been on your end as a doctor. Yeah, that would be great. This is Dr. Gina Lumberg. She's an associate professor at the Emory Department. Department of Medicine and a clinical director at the Emory Women's Heart Center. And she's my cardiologist. You can follow her on Twitter at GP Lumberg. That's at GP Lumberg. Hey, Beth, and thanks for having me today. I enjoy following you on Twitter so much. You really cheer on your community. And as you can tell, just you being here in Atlanta, there are many movements happening right now where many are cheering on our superheroes in the medical community. It has been so uplifting and encouraging. These evening events where people are out on their balconies, banging pans and cheering and really being grateful to our first responders, our nurses and our doctors at our healthcare systems here in Atlanta. What is it like from your perspective as a doctor, even as a cardiologist, what are you seeing that's happening right now in Atlanta with regards to the coronavirus and how can we best stay healthy? Well, unfortunately, the number of cases and the number of people really sick with uh, COVID-19 is is increasing. We're seeing uh, a doubling about every two to three days. So it's out there and we need to treat everybody we come in contact with as if they already have the virus. They may look perfectly healthy. They may not be coughing. They may not be sneezing, but they may have been infected within the last 14 days and they still feel fine. Some of those people will go on to have a mild sickness about 80% will have a mild sickness like any other flu. But unfortunately, about 20% are going to get really sick and have a lot of problems breathing and dehydration and really need in-hospital medical care. And a few of those are going to need very serious intensive care. And so we want everyone to just try to stay home, stay away from people, even your neighbors and your family that you don't see all the time. when When you see them, stay six feet apart, don't hug, don't kiss, don't touch. But you can still chat and you can still visit. We see a lot of information on the internet about what to and what not to do. And there's a very fluid video out that shows how quickly this can spread if you just connect with somebody else who is a carrier simply through physical touch. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't even have to be direct uh, contact. So let's say I go to the grocery and I cough and then I touch the buggy and then you come along and touch it. Well, then you touch your face. You've already Mm -hmm. made contact as if you and I had touched. The problem is we're not sure how long it stays on these surfaces. Some studies have shown really long, like 72 hours. Others are saying no more like four to eight hours. The point is, 
anything you touch, you have to assume somebody else has already touched it. Mm. So you need to be wearing gloves, particularly in high traffic areas. The scariest things are doorknobs. When you push a door, handle to go inside, the surfaces at the grocery or the checkout counter that other people touch, the keypad, those types of places are high traffic areas and a lot of people are touching them. And so you need to wipe them down with um, Clorox wipes. You need to use the hand sanitizer as much as you can. Wash good with soap and water for 20 seconds every time you have a chance to do that. And particularly if you've been out at the, the gas station, the grocery station, if you've had to run errands, you've now been contaminated. It really forces the question, do you really need to do that? Yeah, I think the more you can stay home, um, order your groceries from delivery, order food. Um, we're even doing telemedicine visits with our patients. So uh, we go to Zoom and we talk to them there and they're in the comfort of their home. But to sit in a waiting room at your doctor's office and be exposed to other people to go into the waiting room and be touched by the medical staff or the doctor, that's an unnecessary risk at this point. So anything that can be done online, that's the way to do it. What's the projection about how long do you think this battle will go on? Well, I'm one of those people who says, you know, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And so I think it's very legitimate to be planning on the isolation continuing right up until June 1st. I hope it would be over sooner. I was hoping Easter was the day, um, but it's not going to be that way. And so we need to have a long-term anticipation of this because when you keep thinking, oh, it's going to end another week, you just get so frustrated and disappointed. It's better to set the projection far farther out and then maybe it'll be shorter. But I really do think it's going to be until June. Well, like you said, that's a really long time and it's going to be hard to keep the discipline of staying in, washing your hands. Yet there's also no room for relaxing the rules. That's true. We really need to follow the rules. They're for our safety. They're not to inhibit us uh, or to make our lives miserable, but it really is um, for protection. Um, The more you can stay at home, the more you can do at your own house. Uh, the better. Um, There's good things too, like people are cleaning out their closets and people are finding things they can give to Goodwill or Charity. People are connecting on the phone instead of just text these days. Um, People are writing letters. People are, you know, doing a lot of home projects that Think how many times you say, I wish I had time to do that. Well, now you do. Now you can take up uh, knitting, crocheting, bridge. There's a lot of games online that you can do with friends across the country. Scrabble and several chess games are set up on the Internet. You really could be connecting with people. You don't have to be isolated. You just have to be kind of inventive and willing to try new things. And so many companies have really stepped up. I mean, virtually, there's pretty much nothing you can't go or see. Every equipment in the world, most museums. You could learn how to play the guitar, take a dance class led by the world-famous Rockettes. You know, the options are endless. Now you, Dr. Lumberg, you are on the front line. What is your big concern for the uh, medical superheroes that we're praying for every day? I think my biggest concern at this point is not bringing it home to um, my husband or passing it on to my children. It's one thing for me to take the risk, but I certainly don't want to give it to my mother or anyone at my office anyone that I love. So we're taking precautions. Um, When I get in um, from work, I drip down in the garage and take off my scrubs and leave the shoes out there. I hand sanitize before I walk in the house. I go straight to my bedroom and jump in the shower. Um, We're really taking extra, extra precautions with our family. And if that's what we're doing, because we know how serious this is, that's why we want everyone else to stay home and take 
precautions. What's the best way to support you and your medical community? We really do want everyone's prayers. Um, the healthcare workers, uh, I think as of yesterday, 107 healthcare workers around the world have died because they've been exposed to this. So please, please uh, pray for us. And, and as a Christian, I believe that God is in charge of this and he has his hand on it and he's going to keep us strong and he's going to bring us through it. But we need those prayers. Oh, you've got them. It's an honor to be praying you through. Thank you, Dr. Gina for what you do. I'm grateful for your service. Oh, Beth, thank you so much. And thank you for all your words of encouragement and what you're doing every day on the radio to keep our city happy and moving along and staying focused on what's really important. Well, I really appreciate your time and your expertise, Dr. Lumberg. Thank you for loving people so well. God bless you. Oh, well, thank you, Beth.